Hey guys, it's Leah Buckles from Prestige Worldwide Medical Consulting. I am a U.S. Army veteran physician assistant, um, former CMP examiner. Today I wanted to come on and talk about migraines and their relationship to tinnitus. So a lot of veterans have service connection for migraines and a lot of times it is secondary to um, their service-connected tinnitus, right? So tinnitus or tinnitus um, is a condition that veterans can develop. It's one of the more common conditions that veterans are service-connected for and develops due to acoustic noise trauma experienced on active duty, right? So I myself have tinnitus. It, um, you know, I had a moderate density MOS when I was enlisted. So I was a 68 whiskey. Well, it used to be 91. Um, whiskey, I was a combat medic or a healthcare specialist or whatever you want to call it. Um, but there, there's a noise exposure chart. I'm going to go over that on another video that, that details, especially for the army. Well, it's actually for each branch, um, mid, I'm sorry, mild to moderate to severe, um, noise exposure based on your occupational specialty, right? So they already have determined like an 11 Bravo has got a ton of noise exposure. A medic maybe has moderate because they hang out with the infantry a lot. Um, I myself was in the 82nd Airborne. And so we were, you know, jumping out of planes. Um, also doing a lot of stuff at, uh, at the range. Um, I served in some other types of units that were um, just had higher noise exposure, right? So even a supply clerk or a um, admin person, like my sister-in-law, right? She used to be a um, 42 Alpha, right? So she was a uh, S1 shop person, but she was in the 101st with me. And so she was, and she was in an infantry battalion and she went to air assault school. And so she was exposed to rotary wing aircraft and, you know, whatever. And so just because you have a lower density MOS, um, as far as noise exposure, doesn't mean you don't have noise exposure, right? So we just have to show a good job of explaining that when we're talking about tinnitus. But I digress because we're talking about migraines today, right? Um, I just love to talk about tinnitus and hearing loss because I'm a certified occupational hearing um, technician in, in conjunction with being a PA. So a lot of you guys probably don't know that. I'm not an audiologist, of course, um, but I do have certifications and experience in running a hearing booth and I can interpret, um, you know, audiograms as a PA anyways, but um, the hearing and tinnitus stuff is super interesting to me. So I like to um, really dig into that when I can. So back to migraines. So there's lots of different types of headaches, right? We have migraines, cluster headaches, tension headaches, just nonspecific headaches. But migraines in general, <coughs> we, excuse me, we see a lot of veteran service connected for in relation to tinnitus. So generally speaking, these veterans will have a history that supports their migraine onset um, happening when they're having tinnitus, right? So the tinnitus, whether it's pretty frequent. Um, maybe it's intermittent. Maybe you have it a couple of times a month. Maybe it's all day long. You know, me, myself, I have it a couple of times a week, usually in quieter settings. Um, it'll start to tick up a little bit. Um, and as you age, of course, tinnitus can get worse as your hearing starts to, um, starts to decline. Um, tinnitus can increase as well. So you may develop migraines as a result of your tinnitus, right? So veterans will usually say, hey, this ringing is so bad, it brings on a headache, and then maybe their headache starts, and then the tinnitus, uh, like the frequency of the tinnitus increases simultaneously. Um, they can have an inverse relationship, meaning migraines can cause tinnitus, tinnitus can cause migraines, and they can just be this vicious cycle, right? So there's a lot of literature out there, um, 
to support this relationship. Uh, you can ask your doctor to kind of write you a letter for this. If you believe that there's a service connection, you can kind of look up some of this literature on your own. Hopefully you can get a positive opinion at a CUP exam and get service connected for it. So one of the articles that I like to discuss um, in some of my letters talks about, and I'm gonna just read straight from it, um, is that uh, both animal studies and human imaging studies found that tinnitus is related to abnormal activity in the central auditory pathways as a consequence of um, auditory differentiation. In addition to activity changes in central auditory pathways, alterations in a complex network of attention, emotion, and memory-related brain areas have been demonstrated resembling changes in a similar network of cortical areas um, in chronic pain. Moreover, it has been proposed that pain, headache, and tinnitus overlap in the pathophysiologic mechanism by sharing specific alterations um, in thalamocortical activity. These neurophysiologic alterations, which can be detected at specific changes um, of oscillatory activity by magnetoelectrocephalography, whoo, that's a mouthful, right? Um, have been described with the term thalamocortical dysrhythmia, okay? So that's one of the articles that I um, will cite. Um, it is called Tinnitus and Headache, and it is published in Biomedical Research International in 2015. So you guys can go and Dr. Google that up, print it off, maybe highlight some of those sections, and discuss it with your treating provider, right? They may or may not agree. Um, but again, your history has to kind of align with that. I mean, is it possible that those physiologic things are happening in your brain and you just don't even know it, and maybe you're not having tinnitus, and then the migraine just happens? Um I guess maybe, um, but usually <laughs> if I'm going to like entertain looking at that with, with somebody, it's because their history is consistent with, hey, my tinnitus gets really bad and then I develop headaches, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe you have a migraine log um, that can be helpful. I had a video recently about migraine logs and the Migraine Buddy app that kind of um, can help you get a good history of that. So I hope this was helpful. Um, there's a lot of studies out there that kind of support this link and it's pretty common knowledge um, that there is a relationship, not in every veteran, right? Everybody's case is different. Sometimes you may have multiple triggers or multiple things causing those headaches. Um, so again, I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions or comments, just drop them down below. I'm always looking for good content to talk about. Um, I might do a video next month about uh, the, the headache CMP exam. That might be kind of helpful. I just did one on sleep apnea CMP exams. Um, I hope you enjoyed this video and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks.